it's trying to find the right self-care that that person needs. So uh, that's something I do preach a lot to my clients when it comes to stress management is finding their biggest self-care routine that they love to do that they actually find stress relieving and not stress ignoring. So, cause that's what a lot of people confuse. They view their self-care as their alone time where they're sitting on the couch watching Netflix, eating junk food. Now, if that works for that person, go right ahead. But if you're not really self-care, but stress ignoring, then that's where stress compounds and that person who tells you that they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. One week tells you I'm not fine. Let's link up with Krista on The Fix. She's a wellness coach with a focus on mental well-being and physical strength. Hey, hey, Fix listeners, and welcome to episode 69 of The Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Huber. And we're back. I missed you guys last week. It's my first episode since we've started podcasting. Now 69, I guess 70 weeks ago, technically, where I missed a Thursday. And I really thought long and hard about this before I decided to skip a week for the show because I set out this goal and was like, I'm going to podcast and I'm going to do it every single week. And I really preach being real, authentic, and honest with you guys, and I'm gonna keep this super straight. I'm really stressed out. I have a lot going on between my full-time job, managing my nutrition clients, and I have some goals for the Fix podcast that I wanna start bringing more content to YouTube and sharing the visual component of all of this with you. And it's, it's challenging to run this as basically a one-woman show with the help of my amazing editor, Tony, every single week. And I was having a conversation with my nutrition coach. We usually do our check-ins on Wednesdays. And I said to her, you know, I I'm seeing great results with my current fitness and nutrition plan. I'm in a calorie deficit, super happy about it. Going to share a little bit more about that journey in an upcoming episode with you guys, because I think I have some great insights and hopefully some information that might help you kind of change your perspective if you're thinking about fat loss. But one of the big things that we were discussing is stress management and that actually even comes up in today's conversation but have a few little housekeeping items and a couple personal things to share before i introduce today's guest so chatting with my nutrition coach sonia and she says to me you know i think it's really important that you be honest with the listeners regarding taking a break because it's a way to give someone else permission that they can do that too. And I kind of created this story for myself that I had to podcast every single week. And I really love this. And so it's something that's important to me. And because it's important, I put time into it and I emphasize the time that it takes to put this all together. But it also was coming at the expense of my own sleep, my own self-care and downtime. And I realized hey, I can produce a much better episode if I just give myself that extra week and take a little bit of a break and give myself some room for that mental space that I honestly need to be creative and feel like I can say and share information and be present for the conversations that I'm having with my guests. So in that vein, I wanted to share that 
for the time being, I'm not sure how long this is going to be just based on where my schedule is at currently, we are going to move to an every other week calendar schedule for releasing new episodes. So we'll still be coming out on Thursdays. So make sure you check in on Thursdays. But now it's just going to be every other Thursday. If you've fallen behind on a couple of episodes, this will give you a good chance to catch up. But selfishly, this is what's going to work best for me right now. And I would be totally missing the point and not really practicing what I preached if I didn't explain why that is. And in reflecting on it over the course of the last week and really thinking about a lot of my goals, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're not taking care of yourself, right? Like you can perform really well in your job, but if you don't have your health and if you don't if you don't continue to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself on a regular basis, it's kind of like, well, for what? And that's really a perfect jumping off point, honestly, for today's conversation, because I'm talking with one of my new friends, JP Burns. And JP, him and I connected through a brand that I also partner with called Athleta Freak. And I did want to share as a little precursor to this episode, if you'd like to learn more about Athleta Freak, please check out episode 17 of the Fix podcast. From last year, I interviewed the founder, Mo, of this amazing clothing brand. Their stuff is awesome. Fix listeners, any Fitness Fix supporters, you guys do get a little discount if you're interested in checking out their merch. I dropped that in the show notes. And one of the pillars behind Athleta Freak is really joining to pe- joining people together for movement, not just in the physical sense, but also to get behind different causes. And JP is one of the Athleta Freak icons. We refer to the brand ambassadors for Athleta Freak as icons, who is organizing an upcoming event and movement that the brand is getting behind called Free Your Mind. And this entire conversation, we talk all about, all about mental health. JP opens up about his own challenges with mental health. He talks about why he wanted to create this movement and some of the tools that he now uses today to protect and really maintain his mental hygiene. And we talk a lot about the definition of mental hygiene, how that applies to working out, how you can use things like meditation, how he personally uses tools like meditation. Shout out to the Calm app, which we both love and enjoy as one of the tools that we both use in our day-to-day practice. And I just want to, you know, I'm recording this after our conversation. JP will be hearing this part of the episode after, after the fact and I wanted to give him a huge compliment because it was his first time on a podcast. It's always nerve wracking to jump into an episode for the very first time when you're not used to it. Every week, I'm always saying, oh, why did I say something that way? And he did a really great job and he really was honest and genuine and vulnerable. And you can tell that he's excited about this and he's put a lot of work into it. So I just want to, JP, if you're listening back to the recording, acknowledge you for everything that you're doing. And again, share that I'm excited to be able to help you propel this mission forward. So all of the details about the Free Your Mind event, which is the first workout that JP is planning in May, it's just a couple weeks away. The workout itself will be released on May 7th. And then the following Saturday, May 14th, is the official day to complete the Free Your Mind workout. But again, as you'll hear throughout our conversation, this is a movement. So if you want to become a part of it, if you want to 
prioritize your mental health, get extra resources for managing your mental hygiene on a regular basis, would encourage everybody to go to the Athletic Freak website and you can actually register, not just for the event, which is going to be benefiting the Warrior Strong organization. And JP will share more about that in our conversation and how they arrived at that partnership. Um, But just as a really great way to prioritize you. And I hope that's the message that you'll get throughout this throughout this chat and even what I'm trying to get across and just saying that sometimes you got to prioritize you or not scratch that. You have to prioritize you because at the end of the day, you are your most important asset. And if you don't feel good, what's that's that's not going to allow you to show up the way you need to for other people. And for you to be able to rest your head at night and say, hey, I'm proud of what I, I'm proud of what I accomplished today. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. Check out Athletic Freak. Check out the Free Your Mind movement. Stay tuned because it's just getting started. I'll be sharing more about it. I'm going to jump in on this workout on May 14th. Um, I, I do know what it is and it's a fun one. I think some of you listeners out there would really enjoy the challenge of participating in it. So if you're interested in learning more, just shoot me a DM over at the Krista Huber or at the pod, and we can have a conversation about it. Maybe we can, for my Jersey listeners, if anybody wants to meet up and organize a day to do the workout together, um, that would be a whole lot of fun. So just really pumped for this one. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. And with that, Let's kick it over to JP. I want to know the go-to fix question. What is your coffee order of choice? Are you a coffee drinker first and foremost? Because I didn't ask. (laughs) So I am a big coffee drinker. Um, I have a different coffee order depending on which uh, coffee house I'm going to that All morning. Right, so let me hear it. I love it. I love oh, the detail so, already. So what do we got? So um, I don't know if all your listeners are from the Jersey Shore area, but my favorite place to go for coffee is Rook Coffee, and my go-to order is the New Orleans style we love with you already. almond milk and agave. So yeah, that's usually my go-to. And if I can't get there and I'm going to like Starbucks or Dunkin', I usually get like a just a cold brew iced coffee sometimes with the um, salted caramel cream. That's usually like my go-to if I'm going to one of those other two places. Not the most trainerized answer, but like that's my answer. That's okay. I always joke around (laughs) with people because obviously I have a lot of fitness and wellness people on the show and Mm -hmm. we're like so boring with our coffee orders. Mm -hmm. So when I get somebody that's pretty exciting, I'm like all about it. You you already got brownie points with us just for the Rook reference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, It really is some of the best coffee. That I've oh, a hundred percent. If anyone ever comes to the Jersey Shore, one of the things you have to do is find the nearest Rook shop and go get a cup of coffee. Love it. Yes, highly mm-hmm. recommend. And the New Orleans is a classic. You can't go wrong mm-hmm. with that one. No, not at all. Nice. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm happy to hear that we're on the same page about our caffeine. Very important that we've established <laughs> that. But now we're going to yes. get into the nitty gritty of everything. So. Mm-hmm. Tell me, who is JP? But more specifically, why should we care about what you have to say today? I know you have a cool event that's uh, happening. We'll get into all of that. Yes. But this is going to kind of kick us off to talk about what you've been um, really examining for the last couple of years, right? When it comes to mental health. To sum it up, I'm just a 30-year-old dude who's trying to make a difference in the world any way that he can. So this is one way that I found that I can 
try to make a difference about something I'm very passionate about. And like you said, we're going to talk about it more in depth later. But I'm hoping that what I have to say today resonates with some people and we could get a movement really going. Um, what I noticed like with movements like this is that it's a lot of stop and go, stop and go. So I'm really hoping that this is the, you know, this is the movement that goes and keeps going and uh, grows and grows and really change it makes a change in the world when it comes to mental health and society and community and how we're all there for each other. Amazing. So let's kind of lay it out for all the listeners, right? Cause I think you okay. said something really interesting to your point about a lot of these efforts and movements and workouts with uh-huh. charities behind them or, or some sort uh-huh. of theme around them aren't always consistent. Someone might get the idea going and then it doesn't remain. And uh-huh. for a little context for the listeners out there, maybe start off by telling us about how you got in with Athletic Freak. I've had Mo, okay. the founder on my show before, and I you know, can give a little background to that too Perfect. and my involvement with it. But I think that would be a good place for us to start and then move into talking about for your mind. This is perfect. Um, so I met Mo um, in 2020, uh, the fall of 2020. He came to Lifetime to talk to us about uh, shooting a commercial for this startup clothing brand. Me. Um, and it was something that... I jumped on because I thought it'd be a fun way to spend the day and meet some new people and, and uh, just l- more like-minded people. You know, we, his whole message really um, connected with me. The whole idea that the, the brand was called Athletic Freak because he was a CFO of a pharmaceutical company, but he always liked to go participate in his Ironmans. Um, and everyone thought he was, you know, crazy for doing so. But, um, and that's kind of like the perception he had. And I kind of, uh, resonated with that. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. And then after doing everything, getting to talk to him more, he actually, um, we launched the commercial. He launched his, uh, sales, uh, for the athletic freak shirts. It was the first thing he had just basic t-shirts. And then he came up to a group of us who shot the commercial and was like, would you guys like to be icons for the brands? And obviously um, after spending more time with him and knowing that he is a community mindset person and that movement is a way to unite us all and grow, um, grow our community. That was, you know, a no brainer for me to be like, yeah, this is someone I'd want to partner with and work with and help grow. And, you know, it's been, It's been a good two years uh, knowing Mo and being able to uh, collaborate with him with events just like this. Yeah, they're such an amazing group. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think I mentioned to you, that was one of my favorite podcast episodes that I've recorded because he just has such an interesting outlook and I love their brand. Super happy to also be a part Mm -hmm. of that icon team and then be able to cultivate this network for people like us even connect, right? I know I I was joking Mm -hmm. around with you that I'm like the one person in the group who isn't a lifetime trainer. But at the same time, like I never would have met you guys otherwise. So I think that's really amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's again, it's just showing how most core principles kind of about why he started this company kind of to hold truth is that it connects all of us. And um, it is a way for us to promote health and community and... Yeah, there's who who could say no to that? 
Right. Amen. A hundred percent. It's a big reason why I have these conversations, why I started this podcast and, you know, it's the driver behind what I do with everything that I personally choose to get involved in. And I know that's something that you can certainly relate to as well. Um, and, you know, would love to know more about your decision to become a trainer and all that. But before we kind of get into that background, lay out mm -hmm. for us what the Free Your Mind event is. What are you planning right now? We're a, we just launched it officially, right? Mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about it because ultimately we'd love for some listeners to potentially participate in this wherever they're listening from. So the Free Your Mind movement is a community-led workout challenge that we kind of designed so that anyone can do it anywhere. Ideally, we're going to be having a registration for the workout. Everyone will get the workout on May 7th. The workout will be completed um, on the day of May 14th, um, May's Mental Health Awareness Month. And as charity is for mental health and the movement is for mental health awareness, we wanted to do it around this time. So when we started working on this in December, uh, that was we kind of locked in on this date. We launched it all yesterday just by using this platform to spread mental health awareness, the athletic free community. We believe that we can use movement to transcend just not just physical health, but mental health as well. Tap into our mental strength, our mental fortitude and have that similarities Health is not just physical, it's also mental. And if we just focus too much on physical health and we ignore our mental health, that's when people start to feel overwhelmed with life or feel stressed out and they don't know where to go. So we're using this as a way to promote mental health is not just mental illness, because obviously that's also there, but from people who have a day-to-day -day struggle with their own mental health, because people ignore their mental hygiene or their mental diet and they don't give it priority. So this is just another aspect of health and fitness that we feel that we need to raise awareness for and have people work with. It's amazing. I know when we first connected uh -huh. on this, like the thing that really stuck out to me was, and you use the, the terminology again, mental hygiene, right? Because uh -huh. it's so easy, I think, especially among fitness professionals, we're, we can be the biggest hypocrites about a lot uh -huh. of this stuff, right? Because yes. we're trying to jam pack so many things in a day uh -huh. and preach certain things to our clients. And then we don't necessarily live those principles ourselves. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to know in your experience, whether that's over the last two years, um, uh -huh. I, or even longer than that, what was it for you, whether it was yourself personally, or things that you observe from conversations with your clients, with coworkers, whomever, that made you kind of realize, hey, people aren't paying enough attention to this. Well, uh, so personally, mental health is something I've struggled with um, since I was young. Um, so it's something that I've always had to work on and stay on top of. Uh, and you realize like in society that people rather don't want to talk about it or don't really know how to react around it. So I, it's something I've always um, grown with, but, um, I started noticing a lot of, of, a lot of my close friends have been struggling with mental health and I would try to assist them in some way. And it's just, you don't always know what, what works for me may not work for someone else. So that was kind of a Kickstarter at the end of last year, um, to help, you know, individuals grow and become aware of their, like I said, mental hygiene. Um, but 
uh, during this, during COVID, it was, uh, I had a kind of a reset on fitness in general that, um, more of fitness should be promoted in a health conscious way. Like, um, I use the example all the time, um, lifting weights and strength training should be just the same kind of hygiene that you do as brushing your teeth. Uh, and that's why I like to use the word mental hygiene, because again, same thing, your mental hygiene will help prepare your body or your mind for all the stress of day-to-day life. Um, you know, I use the example, how many times do people week over week, just tell you they're fine. They're fine. They're fine until the one day they're not. Um, so this is a way to give people some techniques, some lifestyle habits and behaviors that'll hopefully educate them to not only handle their own mental hygiene, but in case anyone ever comes up in their life who is struggling with mental health, rather it be just basic lifestyle stress to more severe mental illness, uh, they'll be able to comfort them and support them in the way that they need. How do you feel about all of what you just described specifically from the male perspective? You know, I don't know all the exact stats offhand, but I was, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and Mm -hmm. I saw a post on a friend's story about, you know, the data around suicide rates among men, mental Mm -hmm. health challenges among men are a lot higher, but extremely underreported. So Mm -hmm. I I just love your take on that, especially because of what you shared about you, you've grown up with this being something that you've really had to take Mm -hmm. a priority and focus on. So it's just, it's kind of like the, it's one of the things I would wish we could change about society. Again, this is like something we're always trying to work towards, but again, like we all know the stats about men's suicide rates being higher, men's mental health struggles being underreported because you know, from a societal standpoint, people are taught at a young age, men are taught at a young age, don't share your feelings, don't um, man up, things like that. So, you know, there is, some societal um, backlash that comes along with that. And then you look at when men do kind of speak out, they kind of get made fun of or poked at or not taken seriously. So then they're like, why why should I even talk to anyone? Because no one's going to, no one's going to be there anyway. Um, So that's one thing I'd like to change, you know, um, and not just from the male perspective, but for everyone's perspective, like everyone's going, um, everyone's struggling and becoming more aware of mental health, especially since COVID. Um, if you look at the statistics about youth, uh, youth suicide is up, youth self-harm is up. Um, cases of anxiety and depression are going up in our younger, younger generation because of, you could say it's the last two years, but it is something that we need to become more cognizant of, more aware of, and more supportive of as a community and understanding so yeah i 100 percent agree mm-hmm. and, and you're right it's not just male specific it's mm-hmm. just as you were kind of talking through that yeah. it, it made me think back to that and mm-hmm. you know we can obviously speak best from our own personal experience mm-hmm. and you said this at the beginning like what might work for you might not work for somebody else but mm-hmm. putting more of your like coaching client to trainer relationship kind of hat on how do you weave these principles and personal values of yours into your one-on-one sessions with your personal training clients? Uh, So I just talk about health in general, my one-on-one or my small group uh, classes. I talk a lot about health is not just 
coming into the club inside these four walls and putting in your hour workout in health is taking that's part of your day, but health, if you really want to be healthy, we got to take it from inside these four walls and bring it outside those four walls. So when people feel comfortable enough to talk to me, I try and help where I can. And if uh, it's something that's like outside my scope, I try to um, give them the information of someone who is more supportive, rather that be another coach, another trainer, or something that they need that I can't give them. So it's, it's more just realizing what I can do to help people and more importantly, what I can't do. So. Yeah. And then if you're willing to share, what do you personally do on a regular basis to help with your own mental hygiene and maintaining your own mental hygiene? So I meditate frequently. I probably meditate two or three times a day. Um, little from, um, like right before bed, right when I wake up, I'll do like a 10 minute meditation before I go to bed, I'll do a 20 minute meditation. And, um, sometimes when I, when I'm at work, my boss gets kind of annoyed. Like if I have a hour break, I'll put my headphones in and I'll listen to, um, some, a guided meditation. So that way I could just listen to it. I probably won't actually, that's probably my, not mo- my least meditative meditation but like at least i'm present meditation yeah exactly but at least i'm listening to something i'm taking the stress out of the day um i and i try to stay active with that i you know just been more aware of my own uh, state of mind during times so um rather my mind wanders or i get creative ideas i just try and um be more mindful about what i'm doing throughout the day and I found that these meditations have been something that helps me become more um, cognizant of that. So that's what I do that helps me. And I know that's not for everyone. So it's trying to find the right self-care that that person needs. So that's something I do preach a lot to my clients when it comes to stress management is finding their biggest self-care routine that they love to do that they actually find stress relieving and not stress ignoring. So, cause that's what a lot of people confuse. They view their self-care as their alone time where they're sitting on the couch, watching Netflix, eating junk food. Now, if that works for that person, go right ahead. But if you're not really self-care, but stress ignoring, then that's where stress compounds. And that person who tells you that they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. One week tells you I'm not fine. And I'm going to repeat that phrase and totally steal it because I love it. Stress relieving for the listener. Just to say it again, stress relieving versus stress ignoring. I haven't Mm -hmm. heard it worded that way before, but I I think that's awesome. I think, you know, the example of the Netflix, right? Like Mm -hmm. being on the couch, like I've heard, I've heard that used in the context of saying, oh, that's more of a numbing exercise. It's Mm -hmm. numbing out from, and yes, therefore ignoring the thing that you think is relieving your stress, it's like, well, really, you know, maybe you could say, oh, I have a really stressful job and I, that's my way of unwinding and not thinking about mm-hmm. it. So if you really, really kind of examine that and take that a step further, in a lot of ways, it's not because you're just going to wake up the next day and the problem mm-hmm. that you're maybe not addressing is still going to be there, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, and that's why it's very introspective to, that's why. I always talk about a lot of self-care and self-love and whatever you need to do to um, take care of 
yourself like because uh, there is a lot of stress not to your job to your friends to your family to your community but sometimes you have to you know be a little selfish and prioritize yourself and i know it's not the most popular answer but it is something that we i feel like is probably the biggest would be the biggest game changer to a lot of people's mental health if they knew how to give themselves the actual stress management they need through self-care as opposed to like you, like we said, self uh, stress, ignoring routines that just get their mind off of the stress, but not really help manage it. Yeah. I mean, I'd even argue in a lot of ways too. I think this brings up some questions around working out, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people choose the gym as a form of stress relief. And if you really break it down, it's actually not quite what it is because if we look at it from a pure science standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually stress. Like it's it's a form mm-hmm. of good stress, but it is yeah. still like in its purest form mm-hmm. a type of stress. And I I think that a lot of people like I've definitely been in that space where mm-hmm. I've lost sight of that because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go to the gym because if I do this crazy workout where I feel mm-hmm. totally exhausted and dead on the floor by the time I'm done, <laughs> then somehow psychologically that was going to help me manage all of these yeah. other things that I'm thinking about all day long. It's tough because exercise and movement is a great um, mental and emotional stress reliever through yes. you know working out your body releases. Yeah, don't want to discredit that part but, of it. Yeah, but it is physically stress causing. So like as much as exercise is a great mental and emotional stress reliever, if we're talking overall stress relief, we do need to, I always recommend my clients, uh, I call them NEAs, which are non-exercise activities. Yeah. But again, do the same thing. They're mentally and emotionally stress relieving, but they're not physically stress causing. Like of course we want everyone to move and work out because like we said, it's part of health, it's part of hygiene, but at the end of the day, if we're, if every time you're upset, you go to the gym and you do that, you know, crazy workout that you got to crawl out the gym to get back to your car, that's not, that's taking it into the other direction. Like we can't live in these ends of extremes. And that's one thing I've learned more through fitness is that uh, over the, especially over the last two years that the working in that middle area, those shades of gray, um, those are the people that really, um, get a full healthy way of life out of their fitness routine, not just, and they really enjoy life. Um, something I read over, over the, the COVID uh, break was a quote that stuck with me that I think really hits home. My new philosophy on fitness is uh, the man who loves to walk will go further than the man who loves the destination. Because when you truly enjoy the journey, um, results just happen and you get everything that you want out of it as opposed to being so hyper fixated on the end results. So I think it is imperative that we enjoy what we're doing and how many people are really going to enjoy living on those extremes of, you know, going all out in the workout and crawling out the door. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful quote. And I, Mm -hmm. with my nutrition coaching perspective and that hat on, I can't help but tie that to diet Mm -hmm. and your approach to that, right? Because Mm -hmm. you have to ask yourself, and I I ask clients this, and even my own nutrition coach asks this of me, okay, you lost 10 pounds. Now what? 
right? Yes. And and that mm -hmm. totally speaks to the quote in, in that journey mm -hmm. and the walking yes. portion of it. Because if you didn't really like what it took to get there and in the context of a dieting example, if that mm -hmm. looks something like cutting out all the foods that you love, having to mm -hmm. constantly turn down social events with your friends or saying yeah. no to a drink if that's something that you do actually mm -hmm. really want, right? Mm -hmm. Then what's the point once you lost Thanks. those 10 pounds? Could you exactly. argue, yes, there's health benefits to it? Of course, yes, there are. But mm -hmm. if you do it in a way where you resent that entire process, I don't, I, it's nothing new yeah. to say that, well, it's not going to last. Exactly. And that's, and that's something that um, I, I noticed that, especially here at Lifetime and um, my peers, is that we've kind of adopted that same thing that um, if, if we have this perspective of fitness and nutrition and you know, everything that we promote for a healthy way of life as a restrictive or undesirable, unenjoyable activity, then no one's really going to stick with it or they're just going to do it till they hit their goal and then they'll stop doing it and then reverse all the great progress they make. But if we view it as how can we make this an enjoyable process and add to our life, not take away, then more people are just going to like said, enjoy the journey and just do it because it is part of their health and their hygiene. So, Fully agree. And I, mm -hmm. I do want to go back. I jumped around a little bit and I do want to go back <laughs> to you talking about your experience with meditation, because I think mm -hmm. that a lot of people find meditation a little bit inaccessible and mm -hmm. to hear, oh, I meditate three times a day. Let's unpack mm -hmm. that a little more. How did you get yes. into meditation? It sounds like you listen to guided meditation. So maybe mm -hmm. there's a certain app that you really like best that we'd love to know what you're using. Mm -hmm. But talk, talk me through that. So I found the Calm app and meditation was something that was always told to me that like it was something I needed to do. And I was always apprehensive to it mm -hmm. because um, – I was, I don't have the time for that. I don't, you know, I don't think I could sit still that long. All the excuses that you'd hear from any client all the time. And then um, one of my friends suggested the Calm app because they were guided meditations and it'd be easy to go to. And I clicked on it. And the first thing that pops up is like this easy meditate, like first meditation, let's say it's about, it was about five minutes. And I just, the, the woman who spoke on the five minute meditation um, was like, this is it. You're just taking some time and trying to settle in and focus on one thing, even if it's just your breath or anything going on around you. You're just trying to be cognizant of your, your mental state right now. And it was just five minutes. And most of the videos I find on the app are 10 to 15 minutes. And that was the biggest thing for me. It's just, okay, I don't really have to, put that much time into it or I really don't have to get into a deep blank state mentally I could just again as long as I just put in a little bit of time and focus on what's going on and become more aware then I'm doing it so like a true meditator will probably listen to what I just said and be like he's not really into it but for me it just helps and it works so I'm a big fan of the Calm app too I use it. Yeah. I, I actually also really like a lot of the, the music that's on it, like the mm -hmm. soundscapes and that sort of thing. And I'll use mm -hmm. that like, as well, I'm falling asleep for like 20 yeah, minutes. That's, yeah, that's the one. Those are the ones I use at night. Like, so not everything is like a guided meditation. I just put it on and I just listen to, I'll listen to like the, the rain falling as I try and fall asleep or um, 
a guided meditation in the morning when I wake up. And if I'm having a, the third meditation is usually when I'm just having a really stressed out day at work or with life. And I just need to get away and let all my thoughts out. So. And how would you describe just on a day-to-day basis, maybe, or reflecting on it over a few months at a time, mm-hmm. how you yourself have changed since making the time for even just a few minutes to do that? Um, I, I just, I feel more, um, I feel less stressed when it comes to the frantic pace of, you know, uh, work, life, social events, you know, uh, we've been working on the free your mind movement since December and trying to make it, um, a movement that really grows with our community and, um, is something that we can keep doing and keep growing and keep making people more aware. So doing that plus being a full-time trainer, plus, you know, trying to do all the other things I'm trying to do with my, my life is a lot of work, but I felt very more prepared than ever because I didn't feel the, sh- the overwhelming stress of, Oh, I got to do this. Now I got to do, uh, I got to run over here and I got called Mo and I got, it was more just simple. And it was as stressed out as I was, as I could be for trying to, that's more the pressure I put on myself because I wanted this movement to be um, big. Well, just make a change, even if it's the smallest change and move from there. Uh, and I feel like that's something we really were able to focus in on and work on. So it just helps me handle all everything going on and keep it all organized. Yeah. It's that, that perspective shift too, right? Mm-hmm. What you just said about the pressure that often we create for ourselves. I'm totally guilty mm-hmm. of that too. And I, I'm mm-hmm. smiling as you're saying that because I can certainly relate. And I'm sure there are a lot of people listening to this who can as well. Half mm-hmm. the time, things that seem like emergencies or really urgent mm-hmm. usually aren't, right? In the grand scheme of things. But in the moment, and especially because it's something that's important to you personally, we, we kind of create that environment. Yeah. Exactly. Like people put a lot of pressure on themselves to perform or to do, to be paper thin and stretch themselves out and do everything Mm -hmm. that sometimes we need to take a step back and really refocus our, like you said, our perspective. And then, then you realize like, okay, I got this. Like it's not as, it's not as daunting of a task as I was making it out to be or whatever whatever's going on. It's just a great way to take a step back and Mm -hmm. fully take in the situation. And in talking about free your mind, we've obviously several times thrown around the word movement. So outside Mm -hmm. of the May 14th workout, which I do want to make sure we talk through so that if any of the listeners are interested in it, we'll put it in the show notes too. So people know Mm -hmm. what the workout itself is. But Mm -hmm. tell me more about some of your vision for this going forward, because if it's a movement, then it's going to be something. It's not something we do one time or annually and and forget Mm -hmm. about it. So right now, the plan is to uh, like, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. And tell me about some of your goals with it, even if we'll we'll put them out into the universe so that they have. So exactly. (laughs) So right now, the goal is to get this first event done and to really support uh, Warrior Strong, who is the beneficiary of this year's um, uh, For Your Mind movement, 
Uh, they work specifically with veterans through uh, fitness um, to help them with their mental health struggles and community struggles. So we are going to be, um, they're going to be the beneficiaries of this year's Free Your Mind movement. But uh, my next goal is to grow the beneficiaries. So that way, next time we do this there, I could touch or I could support more um, organizations and communities and impact more people's lives um, through this movement. And then outside of that, I would like to maybe at a second event where maybe it's not just a one time a year thing. Maybe it's a two time a year thing and just keep growing it more and more. And um, so right now I want to start small and just add more beneficiaries to the movement. And then we'll start adding in more events. Awesome. And how did you land on warrior strong for this first event? Does the organization have any personal significance for you? So I reached out to a few um, organizations uh, when I started, when me and Mo started really locking in the plan around like January, February this year. Um, and I've heard of Warriors Strong before because they are based in Scranton and that's where I went to college. I went to the oh, University cool. of Scranton. Nice. So, and it's actually, um, so Mo was, me and Mo were able to make that connection with Tom who runs Warriors Strong and he, we had a, call with him for about 30 minutes and he was super excited and all, all, all bought in. So we were able to make that connection and um very happy that about the, about all the work that we put together. So I'm hoping that um, everything goes well and we're able to give warriors strong the support they need to support our veterans. Yeah. I think also too, you know, if we're talking about, we were talking about, how mental health affects men specifically. Let's talk mm -hmm. about another population, veterans. That's a huge group that needs to prioritize their yeah. mental hygiene. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And something that, you know, I was talking with Tom about when I first started this is um, that the, that this movement was more for general population. And I didn't know if he was going to be supportive of that because this is more and he actually said no this would be great for the veterans because sometimes they feel that um they get targeted by veteran organizations and things like that and they just want to be a civilian so this would be a great way to again reach out and support them and what they need again they want they they want to come back and you know be civilians and go work through everything that they've worked through and um especially all the you know we don't understand most people would never understand what it's like to be a vet and to see the things and do the things that they went through and have gone through so it's good to um help any way we can yeah and i think to what you just said and to your conversation with him, there's so much value in not for for the broader population normalizing these conversations around mm -hmm. mental health but more importantly in supporting your mental health you also need community right yes. and i think that really speaks to what you just said about someone who has served our country and, and then returning to that quote unquote normal civilian mm -hmm. life wanting to jump back into that and sometimes they don't necessarily know how or mm -hmm. they like he said they may totally feel isolated by a lot of the experiences that they've had mm -hmm. this impression that oh well someone can't relate to what i've gone through mm -hmm. 
yeah. So the, um, hearing him say that made me feel like it was going to be a good partnership and that everyone was going to be on the same page and work together and grow together. So that way we can make the right, uh, make the right decisions for our community. Again, like this is this, like you said, this is something we can't do on our own. This is something where we need that community um, guidance and assistance to help each other. Cause no matter how strong you are, or you can't always do it on your own. And that's, that's something that uh, the biggest thing that'll really help this, this uh, mental health awareness is just be, being more understanding and supportive as a community. Yeah. So let's talk the workout. I know that you're planning on hosting on the 14th. Of mm-hmm. People can come together and do it at one centralized location, but people can also do it on their own wherever they are. So first yes. tell us what the workout is itself. Let's lay it out. So, uh, I can't do that yet because the workout's going to be released on May 7th. Okay. Um, I didn't realize well, that I had an inside yeah. scoop on what the workout yes. was. So I won't mm-hmm. spill the tea. Yeah. I do well, have it in yet. my emails. <laughs> <laughs> so the so people, everyone's going to register for the workout. Um, the registration is technically your donation. So it's not like we're asking for X amount of donation dollars. We're just... If you register for the workout, you're going to get um, uh, weekly emails to help educate uh, our community about mental health awareness. Um, So we're starting with that. So it's not just register, you get a workout, it's register. And we're going to provide education that me, Tom, Mo, um, Kaylee, another individual who's been working on this, have come together and support. Uh, written up so that way we could again educate our community about understanding and supporting not just ourselves but individuals that we may that may need mental health support in the future Um, and then the workout will be released on May 7th and then like you said everyone can do it uh, wherever they are it's going to be a mostly body weight workout um, circuit style uh, so that way you move through each movement get it all done should take about 20 to 30 minutes in total uh and yeah it's be a great way for all of us to come together and unite and get the message across that we're not alone and that we're all here for each other cool and are you still planning on having like one centralized location in jersey where people can do it together or are you looking for people to just do it from wherever they are um we're looking to get uh a not one centralized location, but a bunch of, uh, Mo likes to use the word tribes, like a bunch of different pockets of individuals. So I know that I'm going to be doing it Saturday at Bridgewater. I invited some of my team members to do it with me. Uh, and then I know that Kaylee's doing it in Asbury uh, on the beach with a couple of her friends, like 10, 12 of her friends. Um, I know that Mo is going to be doing it in the Berkeley Heights area. So we have a bunch of different locations going off close enough to each other, but you know, everyone at their own time is going to be do, uh, doing it. So we're hopefully we'll have a, a big, a uh, big stream of people hop uh, from all over the country doing the workout. Awesome. Well, 
I just might have to link up with Kaylee about the Asbury one because that's actually not too far from me. And hey, yeah, that's right. Beach workout. Yeah, yeah. So who, does, yeah. For, who doesn't like a beach workout? Who, hopefully, it's hopefully it'll be warm that day, so that way yes. everyone can can be on the beach. Yeah, that's very true. Well, mm -hmm. we'll make sure that we keep all the fix listeners tuned in as the mm -hmm. details come out and drop the link for registering mm -hmm. in the show notes so that they have easy access to it. Um, but mm -hmm. I want to be respectful of your time because I know you have a mm -hmm. busy trainer schedule and you probably have clients to get to and all those good things. But mm -hmm. before we move into the end of our episode, you know, I just want to to summarize the conversation and as you kind of mm -hmm. like prepare for launching this for the first time, us talking about this really being a movement at mm -hmm. the end of the day, what do you hope if somebody's listening to this episode, like what do you hope that they can really get out of it outside of, Hey, we're doing this event and this workout's yeah. going to be happening. Right? Like obviously that's yeah. the main action item. Yeah. But more importantly, what do you hope that this chat and listening to it, or us even just sitting here right now talking about a lot of these topics that for okay. a long time were pretty taboo. What do you want somebody to be able to walk away from it with? Um, that they're not alone, that there is a community of people out there who will be there for you to support you and get you through the tough times that you're going through and that you never have to be alone again because that's something that a lot of people struggle with they feel like they're doing this by themselves so i'm hoping that people hear this and realize that uh they don't have to be alone and that they never have to be alone again yeah i i appreciate you sharing that i think that it's i i think as a coach and i kind of love your perspective on this that's one of those things that it's very hard to explain to someone else who doesn't necessarily have those types of mm -hmm. relationships in their work with their clients of one, what it feels like when somebody shares that with you, right? Shares that mm -hmm. experience of feeling like they've, they're going through something and they're going through it alone. Um, and how would you say that that has impacted you as a trainer and as a coach and beyond just being a fitness professional, but a human being? Yeah, it's just it's it's hard because it's hard because everyone always thinks that they're going through it alone or that there's what they're going through is the first time someone's gone through it. But um, and I used to think the same thing, like people would try and help me and I'd be like, no, nah, you don't understand. But now that I'm older, I realize like, no, like they did understand and. And I'm very fortunate and thankful that I had those people in my life to help me get through what I was going through. So now I'm just hoping to pay it forward and help people go th get through what they what they need to get through. Well, I, I appreciate everything that you're doing. And, you know, I shared with you and a lot of my fixed listeners know that personally a big reason why I started this podcast and, and a big pillar mm -hmm. of my brand and my nutrition coaching and looking at it from that holistic perspective, so much of that was from my own mental health challenges that I went through and experiencing depression firsthand and not mm -hmm. being able to really put a name to it at first. Right. I think a lot of those feelings when mm -hmm. they start to come up now or mm -hmm. any kind of feelings of depression, anxiety, I can identify them because now I have the tools 
But one of Mm -hmm. the hardest and scariest parts about it for me was just like, just feeling like, I don't know why I feel this way. Right. And then not knowing what to do with that. Oh, no, that's the biggest thing that hits people is like, they can't put it into words what they're going through. So they feel like they can't even explain it to another person. So again, just um, making everyone more aware of mental health will help individuals put their their feelings into words and thoughts into words so that way they can better connect with each other and support each other and understand each other so yeah well i'm happy to be able to support it i'm excited for this event and i'm i'm really excited for a lot of the ideas you've thrown around about Mm -hmm. it being a movement i totally love the concept of the newsletter too like i think Mm -hmm. again this can't just be something that we do one time or we talk about it just once a year because going back to your original analogy of treating working out like brushing your teeth this Mm -hmm. this is the same exact thing exactly so before we wrap up we're going to end it on Mm -hmm. a fun note and we're going to do a little quick lightning round i didn't warn you about this but the questions are all simple okay you ready? Sure. All right. So as a trainer, I have to ask you, what is your favorite exercise? Like a particular move Ooh. or a type of workout? Um, my favorite exercise pro- is probably the uh, overhead squat. with a- Nice. Mm-hmm. Good choice. I don't think I've mm-hmm. had anybody say that on the show before. Good. We're, we're bringing it's, a little variety yeah, today. It's a, it's a little different. Nice. <laughs> What's your least favorite exercise? Oh, One that my somebody least... has to pay you to do. Oh, um, jeez, oh, Zumba. Oh, all right, <laughs> dancing more. That's good for your mental yeah. health. Doing something mm-hmm. kind of different. Yeah. Um, what is? One, this might be a little bit of a harder question, so take your time because there's so mm-hmm. many you could pick from. As a coach, what is one fitness myth that you just want to die? Like that you just want oh, people to stop saying. That lifting weights makes you bulky. <laughs> yes, I hate that one too. Like uh, if it was only that simple. <laughs> yeah, seriously. How, how many more people do we need mm-hmm. to say that to dispel that one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And moving more away, more into like the food side of things. Are you a sweet tooth guy, savory guy? Like what's your, I don't like to use the word cheat meal because I don't, I don't look at it that way. But like, what's your more indulgent meals of choice? I have a huge sweet tooth. As much as I don't want to admit it, I have a very big sweet tooth. My, my cheat meal is any type of ice cream. Okay. Do you have a favorite Um, ice ice cream flavor? No, I don't have a favorite. I just like to, I like the we variety. Don't dis- we don't discriminate. on our Yeah, exactly. Like I, I go places and, um, whatever they're like, Oh, we have a very popular, this kind of, I'll try it. That's like varieties, the spice of life might as well. Oh, yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, I'll shout out since we were shouting out Jersey, Jersey short coffee spots. I'll shout out uh-huh. Jersey short ice cream spot. Hoffman's ice cream is oh yeah Mm -hmm. yes yeah that's one of my favorites it's so good Mm -hmm. it's awesome their homemade ice cream can't beat it yeah it can't not at all all right I got one more question and I kind of we I kind of stole this a couple minutes ago and asking you like what what do you want the big takeaway from this conversation Uh to be but in other words like what's your shameless plug 
Like, what do you, in the context of the free your mind movement, Mm -hmm. what do you want people to think of when they think about it? Um, oh, geez, that's a tough one. (laughs) Um, community, uh, I want them to think obviously of athletic freak because they're hosting the event. Um, myself, because it was my vision, uh, something I've been working on the past, uh, five months since December. Um, so it is something that is very personal for me, not just, from a event standpoint, but from a, um, the cause of the event is something that I'm very passionate about. So I would like them to, you know, if I could be a little shameless plug, it would be myself hey, as well. You put the work into yeah. it. And that's, that's a whole part. I think that's another part of this too, right? That mm-hmm. people, we have such a tendency to be hard on ourselves or not give ourselves credit when it's due. So I, mm-hmm. I think another thing we need to normalize is cheering for ourselves when we do something. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. Yeah, it goes into that. Well, we talked about earlier that, uh, that self-care and self-love, right? <laughs> Amen. Exactly. Well, JP, I really, really appreciate you joining us today. How can people stay connected with you if they want to register mm-hmm. for the event? Like I said a couple sure. minutes ago, we'll be sure to put the link in the mm-hmm. show notes. I'll also put all the info in for Athleta Freak. Mm-hmm. But if anybody wants to connect with you, where is the best place for them to do that? So there are two places for us to connect and register uh, everyone for the event. Um, one is the Athleta Freak uh, website. So Perfect. if you just go to athletafreak.com, there will be a registration page where you could put in um, where you could put in your information and also register as a team. So you could have a group of people. Uh, obviously, we want to promote that we're doing this workout together. So get yourselves, uh, get uh, you and a couple of your friends together on May 14th and have one of the best workouts of your week that week. Um, and the second place is just my Instagram. Um, it's at um, it's at Coach. Uh, underscore J underscore fitness. Um, If you ever wanted to reach out and talk or register to the event, I'm there for anyone. So amazing. Well, thank you again. Mm -hmm. Really enjoyed this. Thanks so much for your time today. Can't wait for all the fixed listeners to check out this episode for everybody Mm -hmm. who did listen in. Appreciate you guys joining us. Hope you got some value out of this conversation. And as always, the most important thing you can do is not just listen to this episode and keep it for yourself, but share it with somebody who might really get something out of this message. That's what this is all about. That's what movements are all about. And that's our way that we can really spread the word. If anybody is interested in learning more about the Free Your Mind event, the workout itself, apparently I can't spill the details on it yet, but I definitely am going to do it on May 14th. So if you would like to join me in doing so, I'll have some information on my Instagram page at the Krista Huber to keep you guys tuned in on all that good stuff. But from wherever you were listening from, we hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day.